hello everybody um my name is megafire uh and i am joined once again by my friends bob hood dorko for you and harvick and you are here for our podcast about sonic the hedgehog archie comics uh the 12th again again for the 12th episode for the 12th time you've decided it's worthwhile to listen to this why are you still here Please, it gets better with our <laughs> podcast and this. It gets guy. worse too, and it gets yeah, it'll get worse before it gets better. So yeah, we're here once again. Um, we got quite a good. I think it's a good session this time. I think not necessarily the quality of the content, but like the content that we're. I'm, I'm sure that we're gonna discuss and bring out of it is is gonna be. I think quite interesting. Um, we read through Sonic the Hedgehog 53 through 55, Knuckles the Echidna 8, or sorry, 7, 8, and 9, and then Sonic the Hedgehog 56 to wrap it all up because it's all one big storyline kind of. Um, so it was quite a, quite a good, good amount of stuff that we had in one. Um, yeah, uh, let's just start with everybody's opening opening thoughts uh how about how about we just start with you harv with me uh well you see m- my current thoughts are uh bob should go first i liked it more than the last one but that's a low bar obviously because i think we just got done saying uh sucks. this one not amazing but uh it had some neat fights and stuff i don't know i'll remember it better when we go through it all I, um, uh, Dorco? Uh, I kind of just didn't like it. <laughs> I'm like struggling to think of what's to specifically say here. I mean, uh, I can I can quote you if you want on this. Yeah. To quote yourself from at the current time of this recording, yesterday, reading the first issue of this session, I already want to smash my head against the wall. <laughs> I got so sad. I mean, I didn't disagree, but I was like, I think at that point I was reading through something. I was kind of like, oh, I wonder if the guys will like this part. Um, but of course, my thought process on this is a little different than everybody I, else's. I will say that was like partially a misunderstanding of my part that I could probably go into a bit with the first issue. But yeah, <laughs> I'm looking forward to hearing about it, honestly. Oh, yeah. Just so everybody knows, like a little peek behind the curtain uh, uh, to part the kimono for you all. Um, we don't talk about it until we meet up. Like, we'll make a couple comments here and there, post a screenshot or two, but generally we don't really talk. Like, I don't know what anybody else thinks until we sit down for this. So everything yeah, you hear I like is... to. It doesn't. My thoughts don't come to me like until we do it, and I think if I were to like talk about it like before, I would just I would just run out of steam too much. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I, I saved that shit up, bottled up, so I can cry about it all at once. Yeah. Uh, okay, I, I guess we could just dive in, um, starting with Sonic the Hedgehog 53. Uh, so we'll be covering Sonic the Hedgehog 53 through 55 first. 
Um, we'll get that summary going. Uh, Dorco, you want to give us the writer and the artist for 53 there? Uh, well, the first story, we're starting with a Ken Pender story, but with, with art by Art Mawinney. Starting strong. <laughs> I, don't, I, I guess I could get it out of the way that the other story is written by Carl Bowlers with art by Sam Maxwell. It's a it's an interesting conversion. We get a a dubious writer to a dubious artist afterwards. <laughs> All right, Bob, give us that fifty three overview. Uh, we open with a short story called "Unfinished Business." The Freedom Fighters are in a scrapyard, which I'm pretty sure is the robot Robotropolis wreck from last time. My notes say I was too lazy to check, but that's, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Knuckles and his new echidna friend show up um, to say hello. Sally talks about the events of the endgame, some stuff leading up to it, and the long story short is that um, Knuckles, uh, the sort of acorn that you gave me was a fake. Oops. Uh, and then Knuckles meets up with his old body, Sonic. Uh, Sonic's dad shows up and inadvertently reveals Sonic's real name to everybody. The short story ends with Knuckles and Maurice's dad walking into the sunset. Then after that was Sounds of Silence. Should I go over that now, or do we have anything to say about it? Yeah, just just go over both stories, and we'll just yeah. go... Yeah, we'll just do, just do... If there's two stories or whatever in each Cause, comic... Because I that. suppose it wasn't really much at the end of the day. Um, Sounds of Silence Part 1 starts with Sally and Sonic looking at some of the remains of Robotnik's stuff. As Sally begins to vent about the stress of being a princess, some factors being the pressure of all the kingdom's problems, the zones popping up, and the state of her father still being half-crystal. Um, St. John shows up, and nobody's happy as usual, and then an explosion happens. Uh, part 2 is when Ixis Nogus appears. He is accompanied by some goons, and a fight breaks out. The heroes get out of a tight spot thanks to Chuck, who apparently has the ability to spin dash and fire bullets at the same time. I wasn't able to process it all <laughs> like two frames. I didn't know what was going on. Um, the gang makes their escape thanks to him, through a hidden Robotnik tunnel. Uh, part three is uh, everybody reports the event to King Acorn, and to him this is very bad news. Ixis is an evil wizard who uh, was hanging around the Zone of Silence and prevented himself from uh, going insane due to the Zone of Silence's effects using his own dark magic. He saved King Acorn from certain death in the Zone of Silence, but is forced to swear loyalty to him, making Ixus the new king. And then part four, the Ixus gang attacks again. The fight breaks out. Uh, they have forced his hand, and he emeraldifies his two goons. Um, Sonic says, time out. He gets zapped, but only his shoes and gloves get emeraldified, as his wand only affects inanimate matter. Uh, he smashes the wand. Sonic smashes the wand, causing the two emerald baddies to collapse like a puppet, without Ixus being able to control them, and then he gets away. And that's our, that's our 53... And if you thought, wow, they must be talking about a 48-page special. No, it's just a regular one issue. And does it sound like there's way too much in it? Yes. Do you know who wrote it? Yes, you do. It was Ken Penders. Do you know who's famous for putting too much shit in one, like, 20-page issue? Yup. Ken Penders. And once again, he does it. He does it. He really likes to do it. And now that it's been pointed out to me, I hate it. So much, so so. Much. I'm, I'm kind of like a little confused, or am I misremembering something? Like the the, the part Ken Penders wrote was pretty short and straightforward. <laughs> really? Wait, did he write? Uh, yeah, I thought it was just the one where the you know thing? the story where Knuckles is there. <laughs> That's how you know it's a Ken Penders story because Knuckles oh, just yeah, shows up. <laughs> he wrote the Exus thing. Oh, it's Carl Bowlers. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, fuck you him good? too. No, I'm just <laughs> you good, Megafire? Your pender tape's getting a little out of hand. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, uh, how the I'm tables just... have turned. <laughs> Shut the fuck. How the turn have tabled. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> That's so so violent tonight. What's I'm gonna kill. I'm gonna kill you. I'm so angry. I I'm mad because I in Minecraft, right? Oh yeah, of course. Okay. Um, uh, sorry. I love this person. I'll kiss him after this. Don't worry. Um, it. I'm just frustrated because there's just so much, so, so much stuff in here. And it's something that could have been really cool because the Ixus Naga. So to give us a little background, I mean, I I think uh, it may have been touched upon a little bit before, but like Ixus Nagus is our new main, he's going to become our new main villain. And he's sort of like, um, I don't know. I think he's cool. He he. I know we've talked about how like too much mystical bullshit, but he's just kind of like, I he, he's all the mysticism without the bullshit. He's just like, I know magic. Fuck you. Be like laser <laughs> beams of crystals. Like it's cool. I don't know. He's like the classic w- evil wizard, and it's it's just pleasant. I I I don't. I mean, you know, it's no Robotnik, but Sonic the Hedgehog isn't shy to like touch on like these kind of magical enemies it's fine i think it's okay he's a cool guy i just wish his introduction wasn't so like <laughs> tornado as it, it was too it was too fast uh, <laughs> or the sonic yes. comic is going too fast <laughs> yeah, it is uh but i guess I'm, I'm i'm getting ahead of myself uh yeah, I mean, it basically boils down to, I am. Ah! <laughs> yeah, I know. For, like, for, like not even a joke. Like, it's just quite literally like, aha, I'm evil. Here's all my evil guys. And then it's like, I, I can't. They can't fit enough art on each panel. It looks like I physically feel like I'm about like it's trying to blow pat out of the like comic book itself. <laughs> I'm like, dude, there's too much, guys. Maybe split it between more comics. I don't know. So I don't I don't particularly care for a new guy yet. It's probably just because again they just you just came and went really quick. Micro yes. emulator might not. No, no, yet. No, I. But overall, I didn't. Overall, I wasn't super big on fifty three. Yeah, me too. Um, I'll start with this. Who's guess who's coming to dinner? Not fucking me, and not Dorco for you. The the Klingons. <laughs> okay, I want to uh, say Doc- like something that like cracked me up at the beginning of this issue and by the end of it was the same thing of like, why is Dr. Quack on the cover? He's not even in this story. <laughs> well, he, does, he is, but... <laughs> well, I mean, okay, I guess he is for like two, like a half a page. Because like, so. like, like, at first it's know. like, I see the cover, I'm like, why is he on the... Why is he, why, why does he get a spot on the cover? Who, who let this happen? <laughs> I love Dr. Quack, so I'm okay with it. Dr. Quack, Quack fans. And then after uh, I'm done Doc, reading Doc, it, Doc I'm Quack like, haters are molding. Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> he he, barely, he said he, at most he has like two or three lines. Like, <laughs> yep. Whoa. Why, who and why like made the decision of like, I'm going to put Dr. Quack on this cover? I, I don't know. Uh, uh, I, I found Dr. Quack. He's... Um, He's like pages yeah, I win. Pages like twenty one and twenty two. He's just there with, give the, a, with, give the, a, with the king. And pretty much never again. A brief look into like the Sonic writing room back in the nineties. You know what we should do? 
in 30-some years, some guy on the internet's going to be reading this. We should put in a character he hates on the front cover and not explain it. You know what we should do? We should put Dr. Quack in because he's definitely going to be a big hit. I think... Okay. We want the kids to ask, where is Dr. Quack? We want more Dr. Quack. Um, I found a very good quote in the like beginning blurb that like I feel like really is a tagline for our podcast. Little do they know of the secrets they will unleash. Secrets of a past love, best left forgotten. <laughs> yeah, my I review of Archie Sonic, <laughs> best left forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> that's it just post this screenshot and that's the whole review easy peasy um i tune think... in next week when we start reading doctor who comics instead oh geez that's idw too right yeah i think so and dark horse too julie sue looks really weird in this art style <laughs> um she looks perpetually stoned which is she doesn't look bad but she just looks weird i don't know like I mean, she might be. We don't know. I mean, she might be true. Yeah, I, thought, I thought it was kind of cute, and it, cute. It, it did kind of like, oh, oh, huh, like I never thought about this. Like, I guess this is what Julie Sue would probably look like if she was in the cartoon, or yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's just I think it was like a little, little, f- maybe framing or whatever that just kind of made her look odd. But it's not bad. It's just strange. That's all. Not used to it. Um, I think we get Sonic and Knuckles. Uh meeting each other for the first time and not being uh, like utter dickheads to each <laughs> or something other, that cracks me amazing. up is like just looking at various responses to this comic and seeing the same thing being brought like it, it's so noticeable to seemingly everybody including me where even i was like whoa hey wait what they're actually happy to see each other what happened i was pleasantly surprised that they weren't being dicks like, to oh each hey nux my so best friend <laughs> Rad red, true blue. That's another yeah, dialogue. Like, well, strangely corny. It's my best friend, Knuckles. Hey, Knuckles. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we get you Sonic's can, full you name. Can, you, can, you can tell Ken Penders wrote this. Everyone loves Knuckles. Dude, but like Knuckles loves Sonic, so by extension, Sonic's yeah. based. Yeah. Well, my, my little sound effect isn't far off, let's be honest. Um, we get Sonic's full name, Sonic Maurice Hedgehog. Uh, apparently he has another, a first name. Uh, I don't know where people are digging this up, but a, I think his first name was supposed to be, like, Oglavy Maurice I mean, Hedgehog. from what I understand, like, um, Ken Penders tweeted once that, like, that was the first name he had in mind, but... Like, yeah, probably, I mean, that's it, fine. It probably people... makes sense that, like, that never came through like i don't know <laughs> whether it be like he just decided not to go through it or maybe i don't know sonic team was like that's stupid don't do that <laughs> yeah yeah um which is fine this is this is fine uh i think maurice is a really funny i think it's really funny to just i mean sonic the hedgehog dubbing his middle name is really funny too but maurice is just i don't know it was i, th- I thought it was a fl- very funny when I first read it, uh, I still think it's funny. It's nitpicky um, on my then, part, but it's like, I am mm-hmm. i don't really like the concept of Sonic not being his actual name. I mean, it's kind of cute, but it's like, uh, it's not really 
I, I don't dig it. They, they shouldn't do that. <laughs> oh yeah, the Sonic part I think is stupid. I, I think they shouldn't have given him a, like the. I think the middle name portion is, is playful enough that it's like you don't need to do the first name. It's 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 funny. You, the joke yeah. is landed. It's fine. I get you're trying to do an Indiana Jones sort of thing, maybe. Where Indiana Jones isn't actually his name. Wait, is it? Oh, did I spoil Last Crusade? You should go watch that. I did watch Last Crusade, but I forgot. <laughs> his name is Henry Jones Jr. I think I'll stick with Indiana Jones. <laughs> um, I just like at the very end of this like story, it's just uh, Sonic's metal dad, Jules the Hedgehog, just taking Knuckles by the like by the hand, and and I all I can think of is you are my son now, Knuckles. <laughs> As come. they walk off into the literal sunset. <laughs> come, come with me, Knuckles. I would like to talk to you. <laughs> I mean, they are quite literally walking off into the sunset. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know we'd be getting into some so much yaoi so quickly. There's there's one thing I need to I need to check with you guys. It's it's a scene that uh, plays when Jules calls Sonic by his middle name Maurice. And he does this pose, and all I could think of is the the render from like <laughs> I think it's Sonic Adventure Two, the laugh pose. I it doesn't it like I don't know. It immediately blasts my mind. Like this is this is almost the same. <laughs> it's kind of crazy that drawing of, of Sonic would resemble another drawing of Sonic. <laughs> Dude, this is like this is like at least eight years apart. Come on, give me a break. <laughs> No, yeah, you not... tell me the guy who drew the Sonic art they're like not... renders from Sonic Adventure. They're like, what should I draw today? Oh shit! Look at this nice single like panel from Sonic the Hedgehog Archie. Comics. Yeah, that didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, I I don't like Sonic's eyes being or like his eyelids being flesh colored. <laughs> Shut up! Th- this this feels very wrong. <laughs> Uh, boo! I hate you. Boo! Hold on, hold on. Let me talk about his arms next. Boo! Anyway, <laughs> Sonic's big eyes. That starts the next story. <laughs> why do they? Why do they keep insisting on giant eye, like zoom ins in this what, comic? Why is his mouth so close to his eye? It'd be like. I, mean, I, I think oh. it just kind of comes down to like Sonic is actually a pretty difficult character to draw. So, you know, like you have to get multiple artists in and. Uh, is a, a, a lot of people just don't have a handle on it <laughs> or they, they Yo, draw they... like sonic's head from weird angles or we've seen so many like awkward yeah, spin I've... dash sonics that look bad because he's just a head I, I don't know <laughs> I don't... did you guys ever answer the question of um what do you guys think of brown-eyed sonic oh i don't mind it i think it's nice it never it's it okay, never registers in my mind <laughs> I'm I, sorry. I, I, know, I know there's like a war about Sonic's eye color, so we'll have to wait until there? the Sonic the Hedgehog Four arc. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, and then you know, in the second story, we start with uh, the fucking the got the goddamn uh, hobnob of the Shire and the Fellowship of the Stinks coming in. Why does he look like that? Why do they do it like this? Why does he have this weird, strange, mysterious cloak? God damn it! All I could think of is this: what, what? Don't, don't try to make this guy. Look I know cool. there's an ellipsis there, but the first time I read this, I thought he was calling Sonic a princess. 
Princess Sonic. <laughs> Although I do want like before I forget, like kind of past it or uh <laughs> I I kind of forgot about the plot point of when they fought Mammoth Mogul, however you say his name, or a fucking Mogul? stupid elephant. <laughs> like how it ended with like, aha, actually I have the sword and they have a fake one. I forgot about that. <clears throat> so when the, the story with Knuckles, when that started with like, uh, uh, you know, like, uh, Knuckles, the sword was fake. Can you go on another quest for a sword? <laughs> that was when I was like, oh, fuck, fuck. <laughs> I want to smash my head against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> you thought he was just setting some fake shit up. Like, no, this didn't happen. Yeah, they were sort of like laughing, like thinking back, like, like, oh man, when we were talking about it, I'm glad this plot ended. Like, little did we know. <laughs> Dude, I'm pretty sure I told you guys to remember this. I feel like it was one of my mem- remember this moments, but maybe I forgot. I don't know. I, maybe I thought you wouldn't forget because it was like, I don't know, within 10 issues. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I I think it's really funny that Knuckles is just like, hell no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he quite literally like, sorry, Prince, I got my own shit to deal with now. Yeah, it was kind of a, of a relief. Because I just, I basically just had this moment of panic while I was reading, like, oh, fuck. <laughs> is he about to go on another quest? <laughs> yeah, Knuckle, Knuckles Quest 2. <laughs> so I, I, I'm, and, I'm glad it wasn't. And Sonic. I'm glad it wasn't as bad as I thought, I guess. Yeah, so uh, we get introduced to um, a few more characters. Well, actually, I think we may have gotten their names before, but Warlord Kodos. Yeah, we did. Yeah, so uh, it was cool. A big, big, um, he's one of those bears. So I didn't notice this before with all the like read throughs that I've done of this comic that he is just a big muscular version of like all of the like Royal Acorn Guards, which are these big bear guys he's also just this giant bear of a man and with like a big old beard uh i thought that was really cool i didn't pick up on that like that oh well of course all the royal guards are also bears just like this i don't know it was was a a little a little touch that i didn't realize at first or you know at whatever count i didn't notice either i i I still didn't i I still don't register what animal he is (laughs) to be honest he's like he's like a bear i think I think it's a bear pretty sure it's supposed to be. they're they're supposed to be bears because like uh joffrey st john's like little entourage are like gophers or something and then or well, now that you mention it uh, the guards definitely did stand out as these cartoony big guards that we've never seen before <laughs> yeah they fucking dude they die Can you, like <laughs> yeah. this is insane i'm posting the screenshot now but like you just you just see everybody standing around and those two guards are like all right the two of us we're gonna go fuck them up for the king and then you just see like a panel is like shrunk <laughs> that's it they're dead they don't appear ever again they, they beefed it um i thought that was really uh that was really good uh also sonic break the, the priceless crystal he that's it he, that's all it took is just to break the crystal wow break the power gem yeah, I don't really have anything else. I, this 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 comic or this specific issue is just full of a lot of um, bits that I think are cool, but it ultimately it it just struggles from a lot of what we've been saying before. Where there's just too much shit going on 
um surprisingly the ken pender story was relatively smooth uh <laughs> it was kind of pointless <laughs> i mean it, it was pointless yeah it was kind of pointless and like at least it wasn't giving me a headache but it, <laughs> it was... well i mean it sets something up for the future comic for the 56 i guess i guess knuckles and, yeah but like yeah it was kind of i don't know i thought it was nice to get that like little sonic and uh, honestly it was worth it if not just for that like sonic and knuckles interaction and then like establishing the sonic weird relationship with his dad bit i guess it's fair yeah. um, I, I guess i'll give the the second story mm-hmm. credit and just that like that part of sally talking about her worries and what's bothering with her and like sonic actually just i don't know being nice and listening like <laughs> you know just having this one moment for once where i can believe that they like each other <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. yeah no there's a lot of like it's it's so weird to say it after we've just clowned on this but it's like there's nice moments for the characters in this in this issue like unironically like there's just some really good moments and it's just like there's nothing terrible that happens in between those moments but it's just like the way that the whole formatting of the story is it's like it kind of feels like there's just a bunch of muck but the muck is like i don't know like one of those clean like you know those those mud baths it's like well, it's not disgusting and dirty, but it's like, man, it's still mud. It's still mud, but it's like there's some good stuff in there. Yeah. It's weird. All right. Anybody have any other thoughts on this issue? If not, nah. uh, oh, go ahead. Oh, I think we should no, say no. Nah. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, no. Gorka, why don't you give us the uh, writers and artists of 54, and then Bob will go right in. This one is written by Carl Bowlers with artists uh, Nelson Ortega and John Hebert. New artist, new artist. And you know what? I love the art in this one. I do. But I feel like I say that every time we get a new artist. <laughs> Go ahead, Bob. Uh, 54. Uh, Uncle Chuck gives Sonic a device to, I think, test his speed in order to find out how fast he actually is. Uh, but with Sonic in a bad mood, and he has a lot on his mind, um, Every time he does one of these tests, we get a flashback to some more post-endgame events. Uh, apparently, I didn't feel like writing them all for my notes. But for example, uh, Rotor wants some time off to uh, from rebuild duty to find some missing folks. Uh, but the princess needs his help rebuilding, blah, blah, blah. Also, Sonic is still upset about his parents. Uh, Uncle Chuck tries to explain to Sonic why he even kept that a secret. But as soon as that resolves, uh, meanwhile, Sniffly had already set off a signal from within his prison cell to order some egg boss to start some problems. That's the summary. Did, are they calling back to that one... Um, that one rotor thing where he showed up in an iceberg and left. Did they not resolve that? Yet? No, I'm pretty sure that's exactly what it's referring to. It's like, oh, uh, you know, yeah. I, I, my family's still lost out there. <laughs> yeah, Sonic promised to help break, him Sally. with it, and it. So, I actually quite like the this issue for a few things. Um, the little flashbacks are. I, I I know what they're trying to do with it, and it's like one of those instances of like, hey, flashbacks that aren't annoying <laughs> I, I don't know i i it's stuck in my head now everything you guys have been pointing out with the knuckles comics i'm just like damn never knows these before and now i'm like at least now is trying to explain why sonic's all stressed out while they're doing these tests so yeah makes sense this time but also the way that they go in and out of the 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 scenes is really nice too i don't know i feel like i could see it animated and the way it's animated is really neat especially with the effect of like 
So the first time we see this flashback, it's it's like Sonic's walking away from Uncle Chuck and Rotor, or sorry, Uncle Chuck and um, Tails, and he's just sort of thinking to himself, and then it like zooms into his head, and part of the head like you know fades away to like reflect the um, the scene with uh, that he's remembering uh, of Sally's address to the kingdom, um, which by the way she just gives me magic man energy. <laughs> Um, I, I, I like, I like this, I like this issue. I, there's not really much to say. I, I thought it was nice. I like that they're using the egg, uh, the egg robos again, because, um, we got introduced to those and they're kind of a really iconic design from the games, but we just didn't have them. They didn't really stick around a ton. So it's nice to see use again. And it's calling back directly to the fact that apparently they were snively's robots so he still has control over there i thought that was that was a really good touch um also apparently the egg robos literally hatch out of eggs yeah <laughs> and, and this comic continues to show us it's um it's fascination with teeth first it was dr robotnik's now we get like this this panel of the different characters smiling with their teeth out. Look at St. John's teeth. Yeah. I can't tell what a kind of expression that's supposed to be. Uh, a smirk is what my assumption was. The The overall art style of this issue really... It kind of reminds me of... Like some of the like 80s style Tom and Jerry there's a very specific pool i want to make especially with some of the text like the hip hip hooray um really reminds me of some like russian old soviet cartoons but nobody will understand that neither in the audience nor my friends is here so i I didn't want to bring it up but like some of the art and this really really like just especially some of the zoomed out art where you know sally is standing amongst like rotor and and doc quack and and then they're like going across all the faces a lot of it just really reminds me of that and that thought that was personally very nice for me i like the art in this issue stories nice it's a good setup uh love the egg robos yeah i i think it's neat that snively is doing stuff from prison from the gulag <laughs> um also we get an up up on the sonic foot count which i don't have the number right now but um I'll make sure to get that. The ticker goes up one more time. Yeah. It's a bit awkward because as far as the plot line goes with like the, the whole thing of Sonic and his parents and Uncle Chuck, it's like, I thought, <sighs> I thought that was supposed to be somewhat resolved or like Sonic was already getting over it, but then they just kind of brought it back or like Sonic's just angry about it again. I'm like, oh, we have to go through this again. All right, I guess. Um, I, I think it was him pushing it out of the way to focus on other things but now he has way more time and i i that's i feel like they did a good job with that i don't i don't think i agree in this in this case yeah i'm usually quick like if you bring it up i am in agree i i don't think that's the case in this one i think that they wait the way they presented this was more of like he's stewing in his own head now and it is kind of it's like well even with that it's like why would he not tell me you know it's like it's like even with the reason that we had like I get, I get his perspective, but I can still be upset. You know, it's like, it's okay for me to be unhappy. I about guess that's it. I mean, fair. he's not, 
Yeah. I, I don't know. I think that the way that they did this was a very, like, nice... I don't know. I like, I like the way that they did this one. It, it was kind of good because it wasn't just his parents. It was sort of all these... All these other pressures that were on him where it's like, you know, it's kind of this beginning of this turning point of what a lot of people start to complain about with the comics where <laughs> the focus kind of goes away from the adventure. Yeah, even Sonic's upset about it. <laughs> yeah, even Sonic's upset about it. And that's the, I think that's awesome. Like, okay, yes, it's it was a conscientious choice for them to take the plot in this direction, but it's like, it's also, well, how would Sonic feel? He's not just okay with it and they just disregard it. It's like, it's being addressed even in the comic. And it's kind of, I don't know. I thought, I think that's neat. Um, obviously we're still a, a little while away from that, that, po- that plateau point that people always talk about, but um, it's, it's still a neat introspective that he presents very 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 mature i guess for for the for a sonic comic and it doesn't seem too bad i I think it was written fairly well i didn't i didn't really vibe with him i thought it could have been done better but yeah (laughs) i mean it could have done been done better you know looking back at it 30 years later but it was i I thought this one was okay could have been done better but i thought it was i still thought it was okay like yeah. I did think it was funny to get to the end and just see next issue con, and I was like, "Huh, con? Who?" Finally, my favorite um, Sonic character, Con Nunian Singh. <laughs> uh, Notably yeah. played by Ricardo Montalban in Sad AM. Wait, what? It's just the Star Trek gag he's going for here. That's that's a Star Trek gag. Uh, I I, I didn't I didn't know if you were being like like actual like there was a some sort of cross between the there was some sort no. of bridge to cross on there. No. Ricardo Montalban did do a bunch of voice acting, but it was for like Freakazoid and stuff. Okay, well, shoot, damn, you had me kind of excited. Like, oh, we found another connection. I don't think there's any way I could directly link Star Trek and Sonic. I'll be honest. No, that attitude. Uh, I don't have enough willpower to look. All right. Uh, if we're done with 54, let's move on to 55. Dorco, for you, give us those details. It's just like we always just mainly... Uh, we just credit like the writer and the penciler, and so it's just uh, a new person for both of those. It's Frank Straw. Like he wrote the story uh, and drew it. What was his name? Yes. I'm sorry. What? Uh, Frank Strom. Oh, yeah, this is a strong person. <laughs> no, you fool! It's Strom, like Stromboli. Must be very strong if he both drew and wrote it. True, just like Ken Penders. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> you know, as as weird and awkward the art can be in this, I it's it's kind of cute. I kind of like it. <laughs> I'm um I have I, I I have some thoughts on it I do like it that's positive. I do have one question but I'll wait till we get the summary. All right, Bobby, go ahead. All right, Bobby. Um, Sonic. Bobby. Fifty-five, right? Yeah, fifty-five. Sonic, Sally, and Antoine investigate some egg bots who are in control of some kind of drilling machine. Woo, Antoine! We love you. Uh, he's back. Um, 
then a monkey cyborg built by Robotnik appears. Um, the eggbots who are drilling to find Ixxnongus is a dead there. Power signature. Uh, instead, just find a simple power ring, which gets snatched by the monkey. Then Monkey Con beats up the robots. Uh, and then after getting attacked by Sonic, Con notices Sally and kidnaps her because he's very lonely. Uh, Sonic and Antoine go to rescue her, um, but are ambushed by the eggbots. Con turns back around and zaps the eggbots to help out. Sonic and Con shake hands after the monkey's char uh, change of attitude, and he leaves. Monkey. And then the the Uncle Chuck story, a bird roboticization victim gets attacked by some dudes who are suspicious of her being, a, being around Robotnik's old wife, which is supposed to be off-limits. Uh, Chuck steps in and throws some flash bombs to fend them off. Uh, the angry civilian named Chuck... not Ch um, Tusk Loser is calling her out for being around some off-limits area. Her response is that she only showed up there as a dare from her friends. Uh, they all run to Castle Acorn to get the royalty to help settle everything. They expect Sally, but get King Acorn instead, who says, uh, I'm king, you're getting dismantled for treason, fuck you. He goes off on Chuck for his past robot with Robotnik. And then the authors forgot to draw his mustache for these next few panels. This makes him so mad that he goes berserk <laughs> and starts going off on everybody before he passes out. Meanwhile, Knuckles is calling Sonic for help at the floating island. The end. I might might I also point out the fact that the uh, Robian, uh, the robot girl is is a kid. Um, I think it's an important point because I feel like there's a very important point they're trying to drive in at the very end here. Um, and also, I did not realize this guy's name was Tuskaloosa. <laughs> that's that's pretty good. I, I I didn't pay attention to that. Um, I guess I can start. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I was thinking somebody else would go, but I will. I will start with this panel. I really liked <laughs> this whole. This whole. I don't know what it is. Like I was like, I looked at this and like, damn, this reminds me of Dragon Ball so, so much. And then you get the monkey guy on the, you know, the the, the classic Wukong yeah, Journey to the West awesome. guy. <sighs> kind of confused mm -hmm. by those expressions i was like wait is this thing making me think of dragon ball or something else? but <laughs> yeah between this and monkey kong it's like yeah i wouldn't be surprised if there were a dragon ball fan dragon yeah. ball Ranma. this is a pretty good panel i thought the art was cute yeah. so i like the art why is anton's sword so short it changes size depending on how excited he is <sighs> <sighs> It's thanks, for, thanks for listening, everybody. Dude, this been the... are, are you kidding me? I took exactly this. Are you joking? <laughs> well, dude. Okay, these this panel is these two guys <laughs> at each other, Megafire and Harvick. Dude, uh, listen, the, Anton. Once again, we are the Anton fan club. He is always right. I just love it when he accurately cuts into. Other character, like other characters, when they're being insufferable. <laughs> this this man is like, you know, Monkey Con. Um, <laughs> I think this is right after he takes Sally, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He takes Sally, but let, let's preface that. So Monkey Con appears, beats up the robots, and then Sonic's like, "I don't trust this guy. This guy, he sucks. I'm gonna go beat his shit in." They start to fight for no reason, no reason for him to do that. Very and Goku then, move. And then, and then, you know, in classic Sonic the Hedgehog comic fashion, they're like, "We can't have a man appear 
and Sonic can't fight him without that person becoming a scumbag immediately after. Where Khan, relatively normal guy, he seems pretty cool, and then he's like, oh, girl, then King <laughs> Kong's her away. Like, great, awesome. Love it when you turn anybody that, like, Sonic like is you know fighting against into a pervert just because <laughs> even though in this because if we make sonic look like the wrong guy oh we can't do that why'd you put him in this situation anyway anton's right uh it's like the, it's like the writer is fighting against himself i i just took a note i took a screenshot and i took a note that just said he's right he's right he's right <laughs> Yeah, I give my screenshot the file name of uh, he, he's got a point. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a point. Just to read it out loud, Antoine saying to Sonic like that you are insufferable, antagonistic, and you don't play well with others. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's right. Khan gets released from a fucking cage. And, oh, man, after 10,000 years of boob. Ooh. He even, his face is even like literally, ooh! Yeah. Say, uh, aside from his like the stupid moment of him like being like ooh pretty girl kidnap. Aside from that, he was actually kind of chill by the end of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At the end of it, the the you know misunderstanding is cleared up a little bit, and uh, they work together. And Monkey Con is like, you know, I am lonely, but see ya. I'm gonna <laughs> enjoy my freedom instead. All right, Sonic, you'd have this girl. I'll see you later, buddy. Oh, yeah, see you later. <laughs> 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 write this fan fiction where everyone's kissing each other. <laughs> I just imagine it like the uh, the Kirby. <laughs> with the Poppy Brothers Jr. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, so uh, Snively's robo forces are foiled and good good times for all. Wait, there, there was, um, the Robi- this might be a nitpick, but was the thing I was confused about was like, uh, I don't quite remember. I, I swear, like someone might have been Sonic, like specifically says like oh, Snively, like like these are Snively robots. Snively's behind this, but like, wait, did they did they actually know that? Because it's like it'd be kind of weird if they did know about that and weren't doing anything. <laughs> or you got the guy in prison, maybe you can check on him. <laughs> I think it's like a realization that they got they that he came to, but then like as like in the next comic, uh, it kind of shows that he just they just return or not the next comic, but the next story, like at the very end of the Robian thing when Doc, uh, King Acorn is being a piece of shit as usual, uh, Sonic and Anton and Sally come in and you know like in that moment there's a lot of other crap going on so it might have been lost in transit and then knuckles calls immediately after so i think they just didn't have time to address this issue i guess uh, yet it's just kind of weird because like it would have been easy fix so just don't you just, snap just don't have the prison. character mentioned snively and i wouldn't be confused but oh well <laughs> yeah i i mean i think they were trying to set something up for after this so one observation I saw was just pointing out how this, at this point in this the comic, I guess this story kind of sticks out like a sore thumb a little bit, because it's, it's almost like a a return to form of silly adventure of just a couple of Sonic and two of the Freedom Fighters going on this goofy adventure, <laughs> and then like you know every other story in this session is just this weird melodramatic stuff. 
with. <laughs> mm-hmm. See, I try, I try not to say it because I think this is something I used to, I used to say on, in a lot of sessions. But yeah, this felt like a um, very like early stage comic, uh, Sonic comic series that we just read. I thought it was okay, a bit silly, but it was alright. Yeah. Um, I do like the Rise of the Robian story though because uh, it's okay. I'll I'll make my acknowledgments right now. I think it's ham-fisted uh, on the message, but I do like the story focusing on Chuck. Um, I like the position that the Robians are in 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 this in this like story. I, I think it's a neat little. Because, you know, we kind of get left over of, like, the, oh, you know, what, what do we do? Oh, we'll just, we'll just go, we'll vibe on our own, don't worry about us, until Uncle Chuck can figure out a way to save us. But then it's just, like, creating this little conflict is kind of interesting, because we love to see uh, King Acorn continuously dig himself into a hole, and also we love to see anti uh, the anti-monarchy, spe- like, uh, rhetoric from Uncle Chuck. <laughs> Um, down with the monarchy. <laughs> I can't find this the screenshot that I had saved for this because I named it Down with the Monarchy. There it is. Um, he's basically, um, uh, yeah, King Elkhorn basically just declares, okay, we're gonna dismantle her. She's a treason. And Uncle Chuck's like, you can't just make up a law. <laughs> he's like, that's unfair. <laughs> King Arthur's unfair. Why do you think monarchy works? Uh, it's, pre- it's pretty good. Boy, this King character is really insufferable. I... Yeah. I, I think Put it's back in the zone of silence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this Sorry, Sally, but it's, it'll be better this way. Don't worry, he'll team up with Turok in there. Sorry, Sally. Your dad sucks. <laughs> he should die, I think. Shove him back in Maybe. that armor. If he became a crystal, I think that would be fun. <laughs> might um, be a it is kind of funny, though. Because it's... Uh, Saint John... I, <laughs> feels weird to talk about this. I like this position they put St. John in, though. Um, again, this is the second time. I think last season we had something like this, too. Um, last where... season? Oh, sorry. Last season. <laughs> last episode. I, during the end game, actually. Where... Um, St. John kind of has, like, this moment of conflict between state, like, loyalty to the state and the crown and, like, his own morals, uh, where, you know, it's, it's a very odd instance where he doesn't like the way that, uh, Chuck is being treated and he thinks it's unfair, but he's, like, even his, like, really, like, he, you know, he's sucking up to the king and he's trying to be, like, He's like just beseeching him to 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 think about the decision more, and he just gets his ass beat by the king. I think that's really, it, it's an interesting framing of the character <laughs> at this point, at this stage of the comic. I know what they're setting up with him, but like, I kind of wish that his personality would follow suit outside of these instances. But at the same time, this may be me reaching, but I think the reason why he's framed like this where it's like you get these moments where you're almost like well you know if you just saw him in these moments he's kind of a a cool guy you know he's trying to stand up for chuck without you know but in in a sensitive way to the king as a as a loyal servant to the kingdom but at the same time it's like 
when he's a dick to everybody else around him and he's so cocky it's like almost maybe it feels like this is the only time he get he's it's like a cop right he's like a fucking pig where he's just like i can exert my you know my authority and my like position over these schmucks because they they're nothing but then when he's like but he still has like like he's trying to because it's just his outlet i guess i don't know it was an interesting introspective i had today not today but like whenever when i read this issue um yesterday i think or the day before and i was like uh i never really thought about this but then it just kind of trailed in my head and i'm like hmm i was even i wasn't gonna bring it up but i i thought it was an interesting perspective to have on the the character i mean he, he's still a shitter and he's still written horribly but <laughs> just i think that the way there may have been a reason for it that just wasn't conveyed well or something maybe i'm i mean the thought that's just crossing my mind right now is that well maybe it's just a writer trying to do something interesting with um jeffrey and you know it's it's someone who's not ken bender (laughs) yeah but like the 50th anniversary thing this kind of thing was already was happening too and that was ken penders so i don't know i i genuinely think that there was some thought behind this i guess the way they were going to take the character but like maybe the way it was presented i i don't know like I've said this before where I think he was really presented as a dick. I just think that the things that he, like, on purpose, I just think the things he does as a fucking pervert Le Pew is is not, (laughs) I mean, for me, it's a tired topic. It's not a good (laughs) It's kind of rough, but it's also like an elephant in the room. It's like, well, there's just this terrible thing attached to this character. (laughs) You can't really remove it from him. Yeah, you can't. Well, I mean, you can't, but like, I don't know. I, I think it's it's also it's like one of those tropes from like the '90s where it's like, ah, how do we make a guy seem insufferable? You make him a pervert, and it's just like, okay, all right. I mean, you're not wrong. It will make you dislike the character, but it's also kind of harder to redeem it from that point. That's kind of like who who can say what what exactly went behind the thought process of the character, or maybe he just really wanted to make a Pepe Le Pew agent for some reason. Maybe, maybe it was, that's as simple as that, but uh, I'd like to hope maybe I'm reading behind between the lines a little too liberally um, and not actually like that. That wasn't the thought process behind it. it. It's in moments like these where I really genuinely wish we could have somebody like that was in the writer's room at the time. Um, Give us some insight. Bam. Man. That's we still I have, have the fucking this, Knuckles this. comics to go through, man. <laughs> yeah, let's let's do the Let's do the Knuckles ones uh to yeah. Okay. Yeah, do it in all, all, let's get it over with. Rip off that band-aid. Do you think we should do it like that or should we go one on my one? What do you what do you guys think? All at once. Wait. Rip off the band-aid. Sure. All off the band-aid. Okay. I want to post a panel. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'm ready. Do you want to take me like a fucking aeon to go on to fucking uh, MS Paint so I can crop it? From uh, Snuckles or? No, from the end of the um, this one that we just did, the it's a bit of an egregious panel that I don't think anyone's brought up yet. But like, I mean, forgive me if I missed anyone saying it. But damn, this, Bob, this you, you had right so here. much time while Megafire was talking about Jeffrey. 
<laughs> well, we were talking about Jeffrey. This is about Sonic. Huh? Fucking Sally's dad gets clocked in the foot. He, like, passes out. I was like, you ever went one of those days? Where he's... <laughs> <laughs> this been one of those days. <laughs> wait, 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 how did none of us bring this up? <laughs> it, it didn't register in my mind. <laughs> but now that you mention it, this is pretty silly. He's been kind of an asshole. <laughs> the fucking whiplash, dude. This is, this is so funny. That is that is amazing whiplash. I'm saving it. Having said that, if we're already on pursuit of the, um, the entire Knuckles. Yeah. The entire yeah, just knuckles. give us the knuckles. The entire I think it's, it's it's pretty much one story anyway. That's true, but buckle down because it's going to be a lot of summary. Got the popcorn. Right. Um, uh, <clears throat> let me start. Wait, 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 before you do the summary. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I just want to give us this. I I, I put together uh, seven, eight, and nine have one uh, continuous comic. Like the t- the cover is a, right, a single was... spread. And I put it together for everybody's enjoyment. Uh, See, I actually, like so, so that's actually neat because I, I saw the hand and won, but I completely forgot what was going on in the middle of the story. So I didn't actually know this until just now. Thanks for pointing that when out. When I saw the hand, right. by the time I got to the other hand, I was like, who the, was that? Why, why <laughs> is there is two this master guy? hands? <laughs> the way like I'm looking at this right now, and I had this brief moment of like, wait. Is that Knuckles three times, or are those different characters? <laughs> that is a fact. Knuckles three times. It's Knuckles three times, man. Knuckles versus Master Hand. You almost had it. You almost had a cool idea, and you fucked it. <laughs> well, you gotta have Knuckles on the cover. <laughs> Actually, if they just kept the middle Knuckles, I think that would have been cooler. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. Anyways. Anyways. Um, starting with Knuckle 7. Enter Jack is summoned from space by Kragok, the echidna with the robot claw arm. Meanwhile, what's her name? I didn't remember her name yet when I was doing the summary. Sits down with Knuckles for a chat. Uh, Knuckles laments feeling like a, a puppet with everyone else pulling the strings elsewhere. Enter Jack. Um, Kidnaps Archimedes and his grandpa. Uh, elsewhere, uh, General Stryker, the dingo guy, I think, uh, expresses concern to the bearded echidna guy, I forget this guy's name too, uh, that his dingo people are homeless. Uh, echidna says, uh, lay down your arms and we'll think about it. Uh, Fair enough, dipshit, replies the dingo, crossing his fingers. Uh, Knuckles, meanwhile, It's General for... Stryker! It's General Stryker! General Stryker. General Scales! General Scales. Um, he has a military rank. All right, please shut up. Please continue this summary. <laughs> Knuckles looks for Archimedes. He can't find him, nor can he find Espio at his invisible house, meaning something terrible must be coming up. Meanwhile, poor Knuckles' great-grandfather is having a heart attack. Knuckles' dad uses a medical procedure of mind blast to try to keep him from keeling over. Before you see how that ends, we go back to Knuckles and Julie Sewell, who bump an Anerjack. Knuckles 8. Flaunting his power, Enerjack teleports himself and Knuckles to the moon and then to the bottom of the ocean. to Not to kill Knuckles, but to try to get him to submit 
inferiority first. Um, for some reason, Julie isn't a part of this. Instead, she is with Kragok. Kragok is a bit less than happy that she was with Knuckles. Her explanation is that she's using him to find Kragok and then the rest of the Legion. She then declares to a sergeant named Rykor that she's resuming her post. Meanwhile, Knuckles' mom asks some guy for help in locating her ex-husband. Knuckles is still struggling against Enerjack. Meanwhile, Dad, there's so many meanwhiles. Dad Knuckles had apparently locked himself, knocked himself out with his mind trick. Great Grandpa is still alive, but still in a coma. Knuckles manages to finally get some air. Enerjack continues to drive to try to break Knuckles' spirit so that he may kiss Enerjack's feet. Meanwhile, Kragox takes Archimedes and his grandpa and traps them into a snow globe, and then traps the snow globe into one of those coolers that you fill with ice to store cold drinks and then traps the beer container by burying it under the sand. The ants un are unable to teleport to safety as the igloo's electromagnetic field is too much, just too powerful. Um, I wish I didn't forget my water before we did this. Um, I'm dying. Enerjack realizes <laughs> he will never be able to break Knuckles' spirit, so he gives up. Instead, tries to pull a Thanos and begins breaking his atomic structure with his special powers. Also, there were like 10 pages worth of ads, apparently. Uh, Knuckles 9. With Knuckles gone, the evil echidnas proceed on their holy crusade, and the chaotics are tied up to the ground. Uh, however, Knuckles rematerializes thanks to the ancient walkers. Uh, one of them spits out a giant crow that teleports Knuckles to the chaotix to help. Knuckles' sixth sense picks up Archimedes, so then he frees the two ants from under the ground. Uh, back in the city, the Legion and the Dingoes break, in, uh, break out into a war, when suddenly Enerjack starts vanishing. Enerjack is teleported to Mammoth Mogul, who completely overpowers the Echidna Warlock. Um, Knuckles catches him on the fall down, but the Legion intercept and take their boss away. Uh, Sonic and the Freedom Fighters show up to help as they had gotten a distress signal earlier from Knuckles. However, Knuckles remembers no such thing. And as it turns out, it was another one of Mammoth's April tricks. Uh, he's zaps away Sonic, tails and Knuckles to some faraway place. And that's it for the Knuckles. Man, story. Like when you, I just want to when make you a summarize it and break it down, man, it really sounds fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to make a quick clarification. Uh, the, <clears throat> the person who called Sonic of the Freedom Fighters was Knuckles' dad disguised as Knuckles. <laughs> Uh, what? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> we get Goofy in this one in this series. He's there. He's one of the dingoes. I. 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 Oh. I. I. I, 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 I <laughs> <laughs> Sora, where are we now? So there was a little blurb in the like the first issues a uh, little i don't know what to call it summary tech wall of text and it just says as a result knuckles has never before faced the fury of someone bent on seeking his total and complete destruction until now that's a lie that is not true that has happened multiple <laughs> times already <laughs> no it's just different um okay, i guess so <laughs> Dimitri I'm, doesn't. I'm, I'm kind of wondering if this is just me, but like, I feel like this was like super early on, but just. <laughs> I felt like big whiplash just from seeing Knuckles say Lava Reap Zone. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, this is a Sonic comic. I kind of forgot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, finally, Sonic stuff from Sonic. Oh, I guess not. I think I was just 
Yeah, that, that, you're right. That is long. There was wrong. I didn't think about that. Is I really try to think back to these Knuckles comics so far. I was like, like I, <laughs> you don't. At least I, I don't really have moments of like, hey, it's that place from the game. No, it's just more like, hey, it's a city and a city and a forest and a, a futuristic city. <laughs> <laughs> mm, yeah, and then you know fair. you'll see Knuckles mm. say lava reef zone. You don't really don't really get to see it. I don't think, but eh, it is what it is. <laughs> I want to say he was. Th- I forget when he even said that. I want to say he said that when he was looking for Archimedes, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I think they were in like weren't the, they at like, some fucking volcano or something? Yeah, I think so. Right, right, right. Um. I think it's really funny that Knuckles just has a moment really early on in the very first issue of this batch where he's pretty much another moment of like the characters saying why they suck, <laughs> why they're they're ex- like ex- like the story about them is so weak, <laughs> and, yeah. and it's just so funny to me. Ugh, it's it's kind of annoying. It's almost it really like is. the writer himself underlining why his story is so insufferable <laughs> it's like it's just set up after setup and it's just nothing is just like it's so annoying when you go comic by comic and you're like fuck i'm tired of setups let's have some payoff like i feel like a puppet with everyone pulling the strings it's like i'm sorry knuckles but that's exactly what you are so far <laughs> and it kind of sucks it's insulting but it's true <laughs> but it's the truth <laughs> Um, Laura Sue just acknowledges homophobia is rampant in a kitten society. I guess my former friends aren't so popular with you straights. <laughs> I can't even walk the streets without people either staring or avoiding me. Enerjack finally targets the biggest threat. Oh, also, I just want to point out, Enerjack is stronger than Cars from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure because he didn't stop thinking in space. Uh, anyway, <laughs> um, Enerjack finally targets the biggest threat. I don't know if that really tracks because like, he he got outside help. <laughs> um, like, let's talk after Mammoth Mogul goes after Cars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, after Mammoth Mogul uh, also like eviscerates um, or uh, emaciates uh, Cars. Uh, Someone he, ring up death battle so we can have cars versus Enerjack. <laughs> I'll do That's it the... myself. <laughs> All right, challenge accepted. Who's cars? Jojo. How he's, can he's I... a big? He's a big car. And <laughs> can I? Can I just use cats instead? Who's sure? Like from, Zero, uh, from Zero Wing. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Cats from uh, Courage. The uh, I, th- I was thinking Cats the musical. <laughs> I was thinking oh Cats the animal. <laughs> well, there's, there we go. There's our next death battle. All the cats fight. The, the cats battle. Royale. I'm rooting for Big the Cat. <laughs> so, so true. It's gonna he's be, scared of ants. He's truly though. the strongest. It's gonna be hard because you know. All the base are belong to cats. Uh, I think it's a weird. So the scene with General Striker and uh, by the way, you said the bearded. We should know who the bearded guy is. We don't. He's just a judge. Um, (laughs) I think it's a really strange scene. It's a scene that I want to like, 
that I wish, like, if it was done a little differently, could have been better. Like, honestly, even just just without that little ending scene with the freaking cartoonish finger crossing, I, I think it could have been done well. Because it's weird, because they're like, okay, so the dingoes is the antagonist, right? But then you, you get this thing where he quite, you know, he's like... You know, our city perished. If it was ours that survived while you were left homeless, would you react any different than we do? And then you get a panel of, like, all of the like the judges looking really uncomfortable and seemingly like, yeah, okay, that's true. And then it's like, they finally come to a resolution about, like, why the concerns are important for them to get, like, housing constructed. And, you know, you get a little thing of, like, Okay, General, well, you gotta lay down your arms and promise for better relationships. And he's like, I give you my word. And he's got a little crossed fingers. And, you know, it's really stupid because it's like, in one way, I get it. It's supposed to be symbolism because it's like, oh, yeah, completely, like, make yourself defenseless. Not only are you homeless, but it's like, yeah, keep, keep doing it. Like, you already have nothing. So, you know, take your security away, too. It's like symbolism for political fluff promises. I feel like it's a weird thing to have in these comics. <laughs> yeah, I no mean, kidding. I, I don't dislike the idea of it. I just wish it was not done the way that it was. That's 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 really all. Also, Knuckles looks like a kidney bean. Like, in half of the scene. I can't think of, like, the word I'm looking for. But, like, realizing that I'm becoming dangerously used to the fact of looking at a fucking like jury of knuckles <laughs> like, i don't want to get used to this how stupid it is you're you are going to be judged by the knuckles tribunal <laughs> i'm sitting at the head with fake dreadlocks order in the knuckles court See now that you said that I'm terrified because I'm I'm almost getting used to it. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Damn, I I'm already used that. To I look it. at this fucking I'm knuckles gone. jury and I don't immediately laugh my ass off. <laughs> this is wonderful to hear. You're all becoming broken like me. That happened a long time ago. The the knuckles mom scene is so annoying. It's so weird. It's like it's one again, once again. Like, dude, Bob, you you. Hit the nail on the head. Meanwhile, meanwhile, right meanwhile, this. meanwhile, meanwhile. Oh, like, yeah, that's another thing. They needed <laughs> they needed cut down the meanwhile. Locke sucks dick. <laughs> bad pacing in comic form. Super bad use of the chaotix. Yeah. <laughs> this, the Knuckles comics is not, not off to a great start. Remember too when... many, like, little, too many little plot threads. I don't you know, hate the idea that there's, like, multiple plot threads going on. That stuff can be cool if done, right? It's just there's too many little things. And then you end up with, like, the Knuckles mom thing that I just don't care about at all. So, uh, the comic actually kind of lampshaded what I was thinking. I'm like, all the chaotics are captured. Where is Charmy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> On the Team cover Elsa. of issue seven. <laughs> they left him there. That that was awesome. Oh, sorry, like, on the cover of issue. Like, eight. I was like almost hoping that he would never show up in the comics, so I could be like, "Why was he on the cover?" <laughs> like, and then he, he just he like randomly pops up, like basically out of nowhere, almost like a Charmy jump scare. <laughs> Wait, wasn't he put in the same jar as the ants or whatever when they were? He buried? pops out of it, but we never see him in there any other time. Oh God, <laughs> I can't believe it. It's I. I think I gaslit myself into believing that there was an established scene where he's just in there. 
I think I'm I'm really am broken. Holy I, crap! I don't remember seeing one, but then again, I mean, I, I'm tempted to suppress most of this from my mind. I mean, I, I was trying to look for him at one point where I was like, they put him on the cover, but where the where is Charmy? <laughs> where where is Charmy? And then like oh. I, yeah, once they uh, rescue Archimedes and the other ant, like Charmy just flies out like oh, then there was there there's Charmy. That's where he was. <laughs> No, guys, don't you remember the scene where since he was trapped with the ants, the ants ate him so he could stay alive? <laughs> Damn. I don't even think... I think I think the old guys... Like, I can't uh, remember. Like, I feel like that might be the only panel, like, one or two panels Charmy's even in in this story. It's like, well... Again, it's, it's funny because it's cover. another situation of, like, a, a character that's put on the cover and then they're only in the story, like, just barely. <laughs> I, I just... um. <clears throat> I think this was one of the issues which I have vivid memories from Bobby's uh, Tumblr. And I remember reading a take that I really agreed with, even back then, where it was like, man, they really do be just, like, completely... Like, they hype up the Chaotix in words only, and then nothing happens with them every time. And I, I think back to a specific case where it's like, oh, I really liked that one special where... The Knuckles, the Knuckles Chaotix special, where they, you know, fought the um the the carnival stuff all together right. that was really cool that was really great and then you know you got here and there there was some really nice scenes with the chaotix and then it's like where you think it would be really like involved they're just gone or you know it did have me thinking back to like when people like say i don't know accuse i guess of like <laughs> ken pender's writing a sonic comic when he really doesn't care about sonic and <clears throat> And then I'm just thinking about, you know, these Knuckles comics where all the focus is on Knuckles OCs and then the Chaotix just get kidnapped or just sit around and don't do anything. <laughs> like, you know, the, the established characters don't get, any, like, the, from the games don't get any love. And then it's just, you know, Knuckles and Pink like, Knuckles and Knuckles say, did, and the, the Chaotix even <laughs> Did the Chaotix even do anything? No. It doesn't sound like Not it. really. No. Nope. No. Knuckles hypes them up. That's it. I do. Um, I will say there was one thing that I saw uh, that I remember. This is the reason I even went to um, Thanks Ken Pender's blog uh, for this specific chapter or this issue is the the very end where Enerjack is huge and grabs Knuckles. The uh, what the fucker? You are large and pointing. I am large. What the fuck? He is pointing. <laughs> and I I had to do. I had to. I had to do this. I had to. I here's the original. I put way too much. I oh mean, it's not God. even great effort, but I put way too much effort. This is all in MS Paint. <laughs> <laughs> I, do, I mean, it's all this. I am a large. What the fuck? He is pointing. <laughs> he, I didn't even bother putting. He is. You know what I did to get the text? I went to other pages and clipped the 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 letters. <laughs> admire your effort yeah man my fucking peanut brain just i, I just want to laugh seeing a text bubble with knuckles saying what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> oh well everybody you're gonna have that in the show notes <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> or sorry okay i wanted um, to like uh point this out bring this up just because i i guess the question of like uh like this is actually like like uh like I, i've been reading alongside that mentioned blog along with the comic. And I felt like a good point that was brought up was just, it's about both Enerjack and the Legion where like, 
you know, it's like Enerjack pops up. It's like, returns to Earth. He's like, okay, I plot world domination. And then the Legion are like, oh, okay. And then, we're, like, we're just going to follow you with no questions asked. I'm like, <laughs> I feel like with these comics and, like, Ken Pender's writing, it's like characters just do things. But it feels like there's not ever, like, enough context or explanation given or motivation they just like like oh he wants to rule the world i guess okay (laughs) well i mean it is the legion is directly founded by dimitri's like family line it's like that's the only it's like a like a tiny threat of like you know i'm pretty sure like the like uh, like like that's just like undying loyalty i guess that's fine but like, uh, <laughs> like, what was the reason they all grouped together again? Oh, I think it was not world domination. <laughs> no, they just wanted to take a kidnapples, or they wanted their technology. That's it. I don't know. But now it, it's it, it, world it's really domination. Stupid. Okay. Yeah, the world domination thing was really dumb. I, I don't get it. Like, I mean, I get it from Energy's perspective, but whatever. It, it was. I agree with that point too. It was, it was very poorly set up. I, I just don't think about it because you're like, well, these are the bad guys. And <laughs> like, but it should have been. And I guess as while I'm at it, I'm just I'll just say Enerjack sucks. <laughs> yeah, he's he's pretty he's pretty he's rough. So uh, so such a nothing villain. Uh, I do like the fact that we get Final Fantasy fourteen and Walker uh, Knuckles. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's such a stupid niche joke, but I like the moment that I happened. All I could hear in my head is <laughs> the Final Fantasy like title screen. <laughs> um. Final Fantasy fourteen Knuckles, fan Knuckles. like looks at the window at night, sees the moon. <laughs> it's just like Final Fantasy. Damn, it's just like Final Fantasy for real. Um, Locke sucks. I think I mentioned this yeah. before, but I'm gonna keep saying it. He he doesn't let his fucking great grandfather die. His great father, he, he's ready to go. It's um, it's Hawken. He's like, I've I'm I've lived enough. I've done enough. Fuck off. And he's like, Oh, I don't think so. You're not. It's not up to you to decide. You die, Hawkins. And he mind blasts his ass. I think he's the real villain of the comic. There's no way they're setting him up not to be. I don't, like, he sucks. He's a bad dad. Even his dad. Even Locke's father, Knuckles' grandfather, Saber, keeps pointing out how Locke sucks. It's just, it's insane. Why is he such a bad person? It's like, man, I agree, but yet I have this... Like, I don't know what to call it. This, 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 this feeling, and then also a little bit of foresight, where it's like, I, I don't think Ken Pender's intended for that, or maybe, maybe he would have just done things differently or in the future. But like, <laughs> but it's like, well, I, I mean, you're right. <laughs> Lock sucks. He's kind of a kind of an asshole. I don't know. It's some sort of Ken Pender's repressed father son feelings. I, I, guess. I think it might be. And you know what? Fine. Fair enough. I just, I kind of wish it was framed in that way stronger. In one of these instances, I wish it was more ham-fisted. I wish, I wish it was way more of like, yeah, Locke, you suck. And everybody around you thinks you suck too, which it, it kind of is. I mean, his ex-wife thinks so. His own father thinks so. Knuckles thinks so. But it's just, it's kind of... I mean, it's tough to say, and I guess part of the reason I'm thinking that is because of what happens in the the upcoming issue. But yeah, I don't, yeah. I, don't know. I mean, that's the problem. I, that, that's my so, my frustration with it. I think it's really funny how these issues just end. 
Uh, do you mean like how they're very sudden? I I more so meant the final one of these. Oh, mm-hmm. just how the way they deal with energy. <laughs> wait, wait, and that quick, they don't. Yeah. Before before we get to that point though, I think it's really there's one more thing I want to mention that Knuckles is fighting a D and D behold. Uh, one, one more thing, and I'll get out of your hair. Uh, Knuckles is fighting a D&D beholder and I think that's really cool. I didn't take a screenshot of it, but in issue 8 he's just, he's quite literally, he's literally a beholder. I I think it's fun because it's like, oh Ken Fenders are like the artists probably play d and I don't know, that's a little, little thing. <laughs> Clown car. <laughs> beep beep. <laughs> Alright, come on. <laughs> he's got a golf cart. Go on, well, I said a golf cart. Only the most powerful of echidna technology. Me, me, me. <laughs> we must go on all the crusades so that we too can have the funny golf cart police cars. The legion, the legion, be like, we have been, we have been locked away from our technology. Meanwhile, the echidnas and echinopolis, we have clown cars. Me, me, me. I gotta do that every time we say that. I don't know. I'm just contractually <laughs> obligated now. Remington really caught the uh, the short end of the stick because I know they have like SWAT vans too, but he just gets the little golf car. <laughs> well, it's a it's a high tactical vehicle. You're right. <clears throat> you don't see it, but if he presses a button on it, he gets the little golf cart roof. <laughs> oh, oh, it's raining again. <laughs> go, go, uh, Harv, you had something to say about the upcoming issue. Uh, yeah. Since we're talking about all three of them, we could talk about how it just ends, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. So, I like how they built up Enerjack, like, so much through all of this. And then out of fucking nowhere, fucking, what's-his-face, um... Mammoth Mogul? I'm trying to make a joke here, I'm blanking. Well, I hope none of us like... Sorry! (laughs) So, fucking Flame Mammoth shows up and he's like, Oh no! He slaps him and then he's like, Oh, Enerjack's dead. <laughs> he he cool. literally sucks his fucking water out. Like, with none of us liked Enerjack because I didn't. Because they were just using him to fucking power skill Mammoth. So. <laughs> Ener- Enerjack's like, You can't stop me! And Mammoth Mogul's like, Of course I can. Watch this! Mm. <laughs> what a running joke! <laughs> it all goes back to mm. uh, he was right. Let's see. That's One... time number four. That's the time to stop the running joke. There we go. We're good. One boring villain has been replaced with another boring. Villain. That's an even more boring villain. <laughs> oh, bold, but yeah. at least Enerjack looked interesting. I, I, I guess he acts. I, I guess. <laughs> Now it's just Big Fat, absolutely not Kingpin, slash Vandal Savage. Okay, that's who it is, Vandal Savage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Vandal. He's he's literally Vandal Savage. Uh, I was trying to remember. All right, that. good. I'm glad I wasn't the only one that thought that. No, no, no. I I think that's the point. I think it's on purpose. Yeah. I I, I the the reason I say so is in is in, because in issue fifty six, I feel like there's a an outfit. I wanted to check with you on that, but like it, I think that's a. It looks like a very Vandal Savage fit, but I'm not so. I don't. I don't know Vandal Savage's outfit. Look, the only stuff I know about Vandal Savage is from like the actual Justice League cartoon. 
Okay, I'm yeah, a big here. Vandal Savage head and because it, I thought his appearance in Young Justice was phenomenal, and he's a really cool villain in that, and I like him a lot. It's one thing. It's all because of that show. Completely unrelated to Sonic. Speaking about Vandal Savage, I'm shocked there hasn't really ever been like a Rachel Ghoul Vandal Savage team up. They both got like the similar mo. They are very similar. Um, I think there's some something like there's, there's got to be one with those two. There's got to be because they, Did you watch Young Justice. Nope. All right, enough of this DC talk. Cut this shit. Out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so okay, we're going so, back to Archie. So I like it when Jughead appeared on Sunday. <laughs> so Mammoth Mogul suddenly pulls a Sigma and just usurps the villain role. <laughs> I didn't realize. You're so right. He quite literally pulls a Sigma. He just, he's just like, you thought that was the main villain? Nope. My virus. <laughs> Suddenly through space and time, King Bowser appears. Boy, this will be really funny, like, uh, a billion episodes from now when Sigma literally appears in the comic. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. And guess what he does in that one too. You'll never <laughs> guess. He, he <laughs> man of mogul. <laughs> um, dude, you guys, did you? <laughs> you know what's really cute? How Enerjack creates the fucking golden road to uh, the wonderful Wizard of Oz. <laughs> the golden brick road to visit the Guardian, the wonderful Guardian of Floating Island. <laughs> he just like, he just like speed runs his legion to Echidnopolis, even though I'm pretty sure he could have just teleported them all, but whatever. Uh, I, I have a note in my, like, in my document here that's just like, all there, not again. <laughs> that's all it says. <laughs> He's like, God saved you, Sunjis. I mean, Knuckles. Uh, why? Why do? Why do? Why are we bringing him in to do something else? I've had enough characters and plot threads. I've just had enough. You can't I've keep had doing this. <laughs> I'm. I, I'm not gonna lie. When when Mammoth Mogul showed up, I was half expecting another villain to like show up and try to usurp from him or something. Um, like out of nowhere, Ixius, whatever his fucking name is, just shows back up again. He's like, I think, screw you, Mammoth Mogul. I am the most powerful. <laughs> Become Gem. <Woo>! Become Gem. <laughs> yeah, I, I hate out there. Uh, I, I, he's just so bad in this. Why'd you I don't think he ever gets better. Dingo guy. Uh, I'll, I'll get to that in just a second. Uh, to give context. So, oh, I don't know. I looked, <laughs> there's something about this. Let's just say, give me a listen to what you have to say. I don't know why you find that Where so funny. Where did you even pick up that from? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what is, what is, what is the origin of tiny baby? <laughs> You're not making any sense. I'm going to 56. Are you ready? Uh, no. <laughs> No, I have more. I have have two more screenshots to post. Um, I was kidding. If you all have something to say, you can go ahead. I I think I wanted to just touch on the man. I don't think I said anything about the man with mogul thing. I think his appearance is so fucking funny because they just get into a dick measuring contest in space. (laughs) And then mammoth mogul's just like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Takes your fucking S life essence. (laughs) Um, The way Knuckles catches uh, Dimitri is really funny. 
okay, jokes aside, kind of just to take you into my head in the moment, um, I thought that this was kind of nice in a way. Like, Dimitri's character sucks ass. And the only reason I'm saying this is because I have Future Sight. Um, but this scene is actually kind of cool between this page and that next page where it just goes like where, where where mammoth mogul is is like taking his stuff and he's just like due to my superior patience and planning now i am the power you on the other hand and then it goes panel to panel to panel are nothing more than another echidna named dimitri and it's just him floating down opening his eye like opening his eyes and looking below and i thought it was kind of i i like i liked this um it's still very silly and stupid, but just... It would have been a cool part if I cared about the character. <laughs> it, 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 yes, yes, 100%. Yes. This is uh, this is 100% future sight me talking because I have... I, I do like Dimitri later on. I think he's cool. I just think he's neat. And, uh, um, at least but, like, about thinking about it and looking at this now, it's like I get a small bit of enjoyment of seeing knuckles do something do something like just save someone like oh that's nice <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I take the crumbs of enjoyment i can get from these <laughs> dude that's all we can hope for it's the crumbs that will eventually pile up i do like a loaf of i like how gently he catches him too it's so tender <laughs> yeah it's he's just, he catches him and he like cradles him on his on his knee and he's He's like, all right, I, Grandpa, let's get you to bed. <laughs> oh, wait, I forgot. Bob, you posted a really good thing for the cover. <laughs> issue yes, I did. <laughs> Threatening Vector. I made it myself because I was too lazy to get the fucking transparent thing from Google. <laughs> all of us love to put too much effort in our shitty, witty jokes. All right, the gang's all here. Knuckles, Tails, and Sonic have been deleted by mammoth mogul and jeffrey Lestink, uh sally rotor the chaotix general striker are all left to deal with the big man on the court and thus we move to issue 50 56 give us the skinny dorko for you who's the artist and the writer i guess it makes sense that the writer is kent taylor the guy who brought us mr mammoth mogul himself yeah uh, and then the, I'm kind of relying on the wiki to be accurate on this one, but as far as the pencilers go, it was John Hubbert, and then in the later half, somewhere down the line, the artist changed to, I guess, the rather Manny Galan drew the uh, later pages. Who? <clears throat> I think John Her- uh, he- Hebert is, this is the first time we have him as a penciler, right? I feel like I've seen this art before. I'll go into the art. In no, a I mean I, I read I his name remember. earlier for fifty-four. But... Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, his art's weird. It kind of reminds me of Ken Penders in a way. <laughs> oh, oh no! <laughs> All right, Bob, go ahead. So enough about Mister Dimitri. This is now a Mammoth Mogul episode. Um... <laughs> Our Sonic heroes arrive on some kind of space rock that seems to have a mind of its own and tries to eat Sonic. Uh, Athera appears and sucks the gang to a wormhole out of the Bizarro Zone. Uh, Mogul is playing around with his space warping powers and is then attacked by Sonic and Knuckles, who 
are wearing a bunch of power rings around their arms. He seems to overpower the heroes and <laughs> and blast them with a green laser only for them to absorb the energy instead so that they can assume their super forms. Um, they fight, and then some cloaked figure shows up. It is none other than Tails. His super subtitle is so small I could not read it, so I don't know what he's called. <laughs> Turbo Tails! <laughs> Turbo Tails whips out a tool known as the Chaos Siphon. Um, it presumably saps some of his power, but Mogul uses a beacon of light to light the way to a bunch of emeralds in the Chaos Chamber. He breaks in, then from Knuckle, what's this guy's name again? Locke? Locke is Knuckles' Locke, dad. Right, Saber Locke. is the guy with the monocle. I need to start calling him Locke. Um, from Locke's computer room, uh, I think it's implied that Locke intervened somehow. Um, an explosion occurs and everything's suddenly over. Nobody's sure what happened at the time, but the day saved and Knuckles finally has the Sword of Acorns for real. As Sonic and Knuckles is chatting, um, the latter explains, Mogul isn't fully destroyed, but rather stuck in some kind of comatose state. Um, his life force is being protected by Chaos Emerald Magic, and then that's it. In case we need to use him again. In case he, we want to write him in the story. Yeah, again. it really didn't make sense by the end of it. <laughs> what, did, what did Locke even do? <laughs> I don't know, a kid in a magic he, technology he, or something. <laughs> hey, Locke sucks. Did I Locke, mention that before? Locke, no, 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 no. No, hey, Locke did a lot in this. He thought about considering maybe helping Knuckles. Yeah, he thought about considering about maybe being a good dad for a second, but nah. <laughs> nah. Computer magic. Um, <clears throat> I have a very good Anton screenshot. I like why is handsome handsome Anton? <laughs> His eyebrows are so defined. Oh, I wasn't sure. I thought it was tails for a second. <laughs> yeah, I know. Me too. I was also very confused when I like saw this. Like, wait, I, I, I don't know if anyone else found this funny, but <laughs> that that old mammoth. Like, okay, he sing singles out Sonic and Knuckles' threats. I get it, but. <laughs> The fact that it was also Tails really cracked me up. <laughs> Collateral. Which, like, obviously there's a reason that they cover that, but, like, it's like, I can't even remember the last time Tails was important. So, like, <laughs> I've gotten rid of their most, uh, their, their most threatening warriors, including Tails. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so true. So true. It, it is, it is really funny, um, in the moment that you're reading, like, oh, I, I guess the framing is like, oh, you just got caught in the crossfire or something. <sighs> I love, I love the moment that they're cheering for everybody, and Sonic is like, damn, <laughs> it's like this wasn't written by Ken Fenders, was it? Because <laughs> it's like. <laughs> We said it before, but it's worth saying again. Hip, hip, hooray. Hooray for Knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, I I think this is really funny looking. Um, it is a nice little scene, I think, uh, of this whole comic. <laughs> uh, the very last, like, I think it was the second to last page or something. No, a few pages before the last. Uh Kind of, I, I liked it. I liked the, the art in it was kind of nice. The little, the the framing and the angles. I like the knuckles sitting on the rock. It kind of reminded me of Sonic Adventure. Dwayne, 
Dwayne the Rock Johnson? No. Yes. Oh. He was sitting on Dwayne the Rock Johnson and Sonic doing the whole like cross leg, like pumping his arms back, like I don't know. I really like it. Um, I think it's still funny how it, it feels so abrupt of like just Sonic and Knuckles being buddies now. It's like, well, I don't want to complain about it because this is so much better. But it's yeah, just... I... <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. The last part of the fight, I'd lost track of what was going on. Oh no, I I I, <laughs> I could not, and I just wanted to give up. It's like I don't want to spend too much time trying to figure out what is supposed to be happening. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is a chaos siphon? <laughs> Dude, we know what the chaos siphon That was introduced way back yeah. in the How... Knuckles mini series, I yeah. think. How are there 14 chaos emeralds now? What is going on? <laughs> I, t- Dude, I told you guys. I don't don't forget there's so many of Never them. Never forget how they got it right and then <laughs> <laughs> they got it wrong after. <laughs> Which I mean I guess on paper just trying to make your comic more interesting by introducing more chaos emeralds i i guess but yeah i don't know there, there's a point where you uh, no uh, maybe it's just not, it's not really <laughs> it doesn't really change anything it's it's silly uh, that's all i can say no <laughs> yeah i think i thought you're right now <laughs> no what did Locke do <laughs> i <laughs> told you he considered maybe possibly helping knuckles Maybe. No, I don't think he did anything. I think that he was just watching. I I feel like it was... Well, okay, if he didn't do anything, what the fuck happened? <laughs> yeah. I, I, was so, I was so under the impression that it's like, as, as shitty as it is, like, oh, the, the echidnas that are not even there watching, like, hidden away, watching from cameras, save the day somehow oh you know you're right they did do so i don't know what the fuck fuck you lock fuck okay i just remembered something (laughs) go ahead dorko and i just remembered (sighs) like we just got done with the knuckles little story where like enter jack is the big villain and then like the heroes don't get to stop him it it was just mammoth mogul and then again we get oh well here's the super bad mammoth and then we don't even get the pleasure of supersonic turbo tails hyper knuckles like beating him or like winning you know like like uh, it'd be a simple thing like (laughs) like, oh man it'd be great to watch the heroes beat the bad guy (laughs) but no that doesn't happen nope like oh yeah Yeah, tails he's the chosen one it's happening but he doesn't really do anything he doesn't choose He's not even one. I mean, I even then, like, even if he did, it, that wasn't even super great either. It's like, ah, Turbo Tails, the chosen one. What does he do? He borrows a kick in the technology. <laughs> <laughs> Tails, why are you even here? <laughs> we, had to, we had to play on the thing that we set up, like, a million issues ago. <sighs> Goodness, this is what I'm saying. Too much setup, not enough payoff constantly we constantly we we do get cool moments of setup and payoff but like it's so far in between and there's so many moments where it's like the payoff sucks <laughs> man i do be feeling like the sonic i just posted <laughs> going me having to break my own perspective on these comics Ugh. Would have been happier just not doing this podcast. But you know what? This is good. 
Maybe this is what it'll take to make finally stop me from the cycle of hyperfixation. No. This is all in it. I think somebody mentioned this is an intervention for me. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. I've been thinking about this a lot. Um, yeah, that's the end. That's it. That's all. We, that's all she wrote. Um, yeah, I guess so. all he wrote. <laughs> I, I am like I'm already feeling the pain. The pain of they killed off Robotnik and. All we get is like essentially like, like all these villains are practically the same to me right now. They're just all they're evil. They're one note and they're boring and it sucks. Like, they're all just bad guy wizard. That's it. Like I'm, I'm really missing no. like the charm of like Robotnik being like humorously menacing, and, you know. Um, I need yeah, at least Robotnik one was... speech of I am Doctor Ivo Robotnik. Is Julian? <laughs> right. Julius. I, I don't think that was in the cartoon. No, but it's in this. <laughs> I am Pegasus. Oh, yeah. He did say that in the comic. I remember that. <laughs> Back in issue 12, I think. Um, uh, yeah, uh, I agree with you. Um, it's hard. It's so hard for me to blend future sight, not blend in my future sight with some of this shit. No, I, I'm actually feeling that, too. It's like... <laughs> like i even have it in the back of my mind because it's like like because with mammoth mogul himself and ixus nagus it's like i remember these guys i read the later comics like i think i liked them later but right now like i'm getting introduced to them and i'm like man these guys suck (laughs) yeah yeah mammoth mogul is one of those instances where i do like i do like him but maybe that is from later but um as far as ixus goes or nagus goes i I think I think he's still one of the better ones from this early part, but we have to get to that point for me to <laughs> confirm quite my yet. suspicions. It, it will come up, and I do. I think he's neat. I think him him being this mystical force in the background of a lot of stuff will be kind of interesting. It's coming up. It, it'll, it'll be it'll be in the next batch of stuff that we read for sure. Um, I, mean, I think on so. paper it just makes sense to you know we've had like the main villain Robotnik being just. You know him, this whole thing with technology and evil robots, and then you know you can you can have this other villain that's an evil wizard that's magic. That's, that's some nice variety. I think, yeah, I think wizard is a good contrast. Yeah. It's just like there's three of them. Oh, <laughs> I yeah. didn't think about it like that, but yeah. You gotta mix it up a little bit if we're gonna have so many villains. IMO. Um, shoutouts to uh, Katie Williamson from Murincio, uh, Michigan who drew a really good Lupe that looks like it's straight out of the cartoons, like, like storyboards. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just remember seeing the post that was like, oh, shout out to this fan art that has better art than the comic itself. <laughs> oh, damn. Wait. Oh, in, uh, in, I didn't, I didn't look at, I didn't see that for this issue. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I do, she's, the, she's right. The, the art is really good. Um, but I think this is like where we're seeing the origins of the Master Emerald, by the way, guys. <laughs> they don't say it by name, but I they don't I say guess, it by name. I guess that's it. Does look like it? I guess, but <laughs> this is too early them. to bring it up. But like while we've been talking, it's 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 been on my mind because I'm looking at all this. It's all absorbing in, and I'm thinking, you know, Sonic Adventure. I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> well, what do you do <laughs> in that so... situation as a writer? <laughs> What do you do in that situation as a writer? And I, I brought this up before, but you know they also well, just didn't have access to the content I, beforehand. I'll tell you what happens. Uh, Perfect Chaos shows up. 
And then out of nowhere, Mammoth Mogul shows up and takes his power. I mean, this that's right. Like, I, I, I'm, I haven't. I, I, I've, I've lost track of the the year we're at. But like, this isn't even right now. It's not even necessarily an issue of like. Uh, okay, well, the fact that they haven't had the Master Emerald itself—that's the issue. But like, bring up Sonic Adventure specifically, and the fact that it has its own echidna backstory. Like, I mean, what can you do about that? Like, <laughs> the only way that could have been an easier situation is if Sonic Team cared about the comics and wanted to write game lore that fit. And which, <laughs> to be clear, thank fuck they didn't do that. <laughs> I don't want to live in the alternate universe where the games reflected Ken Pender's knuckle stories. Oh, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like if they were on quality control, probably would have been a better experience. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, I guess that, that could have been like the alternative, like the the what if scenario of what if um, Sonic Team had like a harder grasp on the, the comics and com- uh, quality control and one. Exactly. So this is 1998. Sonic Adventure released on the Sega Dreamcast in. I'm looking it up right now. Sorry, guys. Uh, Sonic in 1998. So oh, about th- this comic released a few months before, because uh, end of year is when Sonic Adventure released in 98, uh, December. And this was out in March, February, March. Oh, jeez. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, so we're we're getting there. The, the Sonic Adventure adaptation is is rapidly approaching. <laughs> yeah, I mean oh, we <clears throat> we do get so <laughs> me counting down the days the... until Big the Cat's premiere. <laughs> so this is this is kind of the problem here, where you're. I wanted to just add on to something you said, where it's like, well, look at this again, the backstory stuff. It's like, well, <clears throat> Sega obviously had their own. Sonic Team had their own way they were doing this. And I think it's really kind of unfortunate that more of that like information didn't pass on to the writers. Because, uh, I don't know. I feel like if that came straight from Sonic Team, I don't think that the... Um, I, I don't know. I, I Maybe something different would have happened in the writer's room. This is my, my hopes and thoughts. I mean, I, I don't know. Because uh, I'm not entirely sure what you're getting at. But also, it's like, I from Sonic Team's side, it's like, I, I mean, as they make the games, I, I guess they've had their ideas on lore and whatnot. But it's like, I don't know wh- how quickly that happened. Like, I'm assuming, like, you know, they get to, like, making the first 3D Sonic game. Uh, <laughs> okay, that... that <laughs> I just mean Sonic Adventure. Forget the the word choice, mm-hmm. but uh, <laughs> and then I'm assuming that they, you know, they're writing the story for that, and that's when they come up with, you know, the the backstory and whatnot. They're obviously building up, building off of Sonic the Hedgehog three and Knuckles, but you know, making the Echidna tribe, making chaos, etc., etc. Uh, yeah. like, <clears throat> but yeah, I don't know. So <clears throat> I feel like there was a little bit of that though in the. Um... Oh, we haven't gotten to it. Never mind. I, I feel like we're going to see a point where maybe they got some information about what's going to be in Sonic Adventure. And that's actually in the next issue. Oh, really? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe it's a little more of me like kind of having this obtuse thoughts or reading <laughs> a little more between the lines than it should be. But than, than it actually is, I should say. But I think that there was something they tried to do to tie it in a little bit to Sonic Adventures Echidna lore. Oh. 
anybody else have any closing thoughts before I announce what we're going to be covering next uh, episode? Next I hate episode. that hedgehog. <sighs> I miss Robotnik. <laughs> hey, this session was not great. Kind of lame, but I think I can give it a passing grade of D. <laughs> and this <laughs> Just ever so slightly better than the last one we did, which was like a whole lot of nothing. I thought there were some good bits, but I can't remember them now because my notes were closed. <laughs> so yeah, that's all I have to say, I think. Bob already has like one foot out the door. <laughs> well, Bob's already gone. That was that was pre-recorded. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Well, thank you guys for joining us. Uh, really appreciate it it really helps if you share this with your friends if you like it if you don't like it give us a reason i mean i'd I love to hear feedback regardless please uh you know tell me to shut the fuck up because i talk too much that's fair um but next time we are going to be going through sonic the hedgehog return of the king which is a super special number four and we actually have two super specials. One of them, oh boy, is going to be interesting. It's a so- Sonic Super Special number seven. It's an Image Comics crossover. Oh, and no. then um, <laughs> with those two 48-page specials, I'm probably going to give us a little bit of a lighter load after that. So we have those two specials and then Sonic 57. And I think we're going to do Knuckles 10 and 11 and maybe stop there. I'll oh, double boy. check and I'll make sure. Only two it, it knuckles issues we... this time are sparing us. I, I was about to say it might actually be Sonic 58 and then Knuckles 12 as well. It just, I have to remember where the, like, the story bits kind of taper off. Uh, but yeah. Thanks. That's all I got. See y'all later. We said it before, but it's worth saying again. Hip hip hooray! Hooray hip, for hip, Knuckles! Hooray <laughs> <laughs> <Hooray> for <laughs> Knuckles! And to everyone listening, a little something for you. Mm.